Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. What is up on a Friday? I am Brian Scott Rippey. My co-conspirator, as always, is Michael Borky. Mailbag Friday is back. It is a Friday, March, I don't even know what it is. March like 13th. 13th. Friday the 13th is fitting for the week we had, but Mailbag Friday is back. It is the people's quarantine. Uh, we'll have a bunch <laughs> of your questions. I, other than that, I don't really like... I don't, I'm still kind of at a loss. The radio show was very surreal yesterday. Uh, the news that we found out during, I guess that was still the first hour of the radio show. Maybe it was hour two. No, it was the end of the first hour uh, that all college sports seasons are canceled, uh, allegedly. Well, apparently there's still a window for some sort of baseball to be played. We'll get into that. We'll get into your questions. Uh, if you listened to yesterday's show, this is going to sound a little bit like a repeat. I don't intend for it to, but there's well, just not a whole Yesterday's show lot. became old news an hour after you hit publish with yeah, the, exactly. how everything just... Yeah, like if someone was listening to yesterday's show by like three or even like now, or is people still listening to it, that it's just going to be completely outdated. So I guess this repeat is necessary. But I guess I, what I meant all of that was to say is like, there's really nothing profound I can say that you haven't already heard elsewhere. I'm not a medical expert. Like, I don't pretend to be. There's really not a whole lot either of you and I can say. This sucks. And this, honestly, I knew, like, I figured starting Wednesday night that this was pretty serious, but uh, I didn't ever imagine anything to this degree. I, I'd never figured it would escalate to something like this. Uh, we basically have no sports for quite a while. I guess with hockey and uh and the NBA, you know, there's a window or something to where this could, this could end in three weeks to a month. Um, though from everything I've read, that seems a little optimistic. But uh, I guess there's a window there. But like college sports, uh, at least for right now, seem to be done until, uh, I mean, for our sake, football season. I know you have uh, women's soccer in the SEC start early August. But like for all intents and purposes for our content, uh over till August, and I still don't really know how to come to terms with that. I don't know what to say. And it's uh, it's something else. I still think the most likely scenario is we get the NBA back first. Uh, I watched Adam Silver on uh, on TNT last night, and I mean to make this uh, this entire thing as crazy as it is. Charles Barkley was on the show, but had to be on the show remotely because he's getting tested for coronavirus. I mean, they, they couldn't even put on NBA on TNT without missing somebody because of it. Um, but Adam Silver was on, and, and it certainly sounds like the NBA is hoping and preparing to have their season start up again in 30 days because all of the players and the owners all is a, a relative term. The majority of players and the owners want them to finish out the entire season and play the playoffs, even if they have to push it back to where the season ends in August. And so they have provisions in place right now where every player is basically in quarantine and they're all getting tested. So if they all, if all the player personnel and all these people, uh, do not test positive and the, the situation 
uh, levels off. I anticipate, based on what I watched last night, of course, I'm connecting dots that may not be there, but based on what I watched last night, it sounds like the NBA is prepared to basically quarantine their league for 30 days, and if everything is a go, they'll start playing again. With or without fans doesn't matter because everybody in that league wants to finish out the entire season and play the playoffs. Well, I mean, at this point, like, I was kind of bummed. I remember in the, I, I, oh, wow, how things have changed in just the last 48 hours. I was pretty bummed on Wednesday when I kind of came back from vacation uh, that 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 we're the, this possibility of playing games with no fans was the reality. I mean, how you even had LeBron James, like, what, a little less than a week ago, just like, I'm not playing in front of no fans. That's who I do it for. Just, I mean, I don't, I'm not blaming her. There's a million things you can knock LeBron James for, but like, I would knock him for that either because, like, it just shows that he didn't realize that how this was going to go either. Neither did anyone. And now we're getting to the point where it's like, hell yeah, I don't care if fans are allowed to go this thing. Please just put something on television or please just let us get back to some semblance of normalcy. And, like, I mean, I did, I like this, it creeps past sports as well. Like, I mean, it's, it's kind of infiltrating all levels of society. I mean, my roommate works in, uh, I don't know, property development's the wrong term. He works for a company that owns a bunch of houses around here. And like he came home and was like kind of not not panicking, but like worried about it yesterday because, you know, school is done for Ole Miss around here. Like they're extending spring break another week. They're doing online classes the rest of the semester. They, you know, they're encouraging everyone to go home, whether people that live off campus do that or not, I guess remains to be seen. But like, you know, people living remotely going to be hard to get rent checks in. This is the time of year where people are signing leases next year. Uh, I mean, that's just specific to him. You've got small businesses like it's going to like the spring is a big time for Oxford. And I, I know I'm not saying anything people don't already know, but it, it's just crazy how much this is impacting. And like, like, I don't know, just kind of the life as we know it is not going to be the same for a while. Yeah, it, it does bear repeating. I, I know we've kind of waxed poetic on it on the radio show over a few days, but I think it's really important, man, it, because a lot of people that make make our show work, you know, are these small businesses in these, especially the, the two or three, if you want to throw Hattiesburg in there, uh, local markets where you've got these these small businesses that are directly tied to these events that happen in the spring and in order to make ends meet they need these big baseball weekends they need double decker and i haven't seen anything on that maybe they still put that on i don't know but they need these weekends to to pay the bills and survive and they are i mean they're getting impacted this is devastating to so many people beyond the illness and uh, I tweeted about it. I even wrote something on my uh, my personal Facebook page uh, about it last night. And just as a reminder to people that, yeah, it, it sucks to not have sports. And, like, I don't know what I'm going to watch tonight. Uh, but beyond that, there are people who financially are directly tied to these events happening. And not only are they not happening, but the uncertainty around when they will happen again it's really scary. I mean, it's in some ways it's scarier than contracting the virus itself. And it just uh, you have to think about those people. I, I had a couple of uh, small business owners uh, reply to me on Twitter or send me a direct message and 
uh, and basically said thanks to us for for talking about them and thinking about them because they're going to be hit hard by this and they they have no idea how hard they just know that it's going to be bad and it just it, it the whole thing it, it just really sucks for so many people beyond just I can't have my sports for a while it sucks for the people whose livelihoods are tied up in these events happening and it just it, it's devastating and it it's hard to uh, hard to fathom what they're about to go through. That's a pretty good segue to take a break. Can remind you the podcast is brought to you by LB's Greg University Avenue across from Kroger is exactly who we are talking about. If you're in Oxford and you want to go throw some meat on the grill and hang out at your house and, you know, I mean, if all jokes aside about self-quarantining, whatever you're doing to prepare for this or not prepare, whatever, if you want to throw something on the grill, please go see Greg University Avenue across from Kroger. It's as important now as it is ever uh, for local business owners around here, support local businesses as best you can. Greg's awesome. He's made you a ton of money already. He went 4-0 in the last ever XFL. Oh, I say last ever. It appears to be the last XFL of the 2020 inaugural season. 4-0 week last week. Go see him. He's got all kinds of steaks, custom cuts, sausages. He's got seafood. They've got plate lunches. Uh, I know this is significantly uh, impacting him. I'm thinking about him. If you can and you wish, please, if you're going to go buy meat, uh, go support Greg. University Avenue, LB's, across from Kroger. I seg- I guess we'll just get into the question. Some of them are lighthearted. Some of them are probably actually pretty uh, things we covered on the radio show yesterday that is worth getting to here. So I will just kind of keep going. Here we go. Let's see. First, first question is, what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is going to be weird. Like, I under your job is a little bit different than mine, Borky, to where you're responsible for planning the show every day, and you work in the office out of Jackson, and you have like a little bit more of like a, uh, I guess a like like stricter routine than I do. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with my time. Uh, like, other than, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to a game for four months, uh, allegedly. Uh, I guess you know. We'll get to the baseball thing in a second. Remains to be seen. I don't know what I'm going to do with my time. This is this is really odd and really eerie. So as far as you can as help like, me do we, my job, if you want, I'd be glad. I mean, I need some more. I, I clearly I have plenty. Or clearly, I don't have enough on my plate anymore. So <laughs> we we'll figure something out. But it, it is weird. Like I mean, it's this and the radio show for me, and then like that's really it. Like there's no like I'm so used to having like stuff at night or weekends or whatever to kind of fill time. And it's just not going to be there as far as your average sports fan. This is I, I like, I think this is going to, I know people think this sucks, but man, like this is only like day one or two. Can you imagine getting three weeks into this? This is going to drive some people, a lot of people just absolutely nuts. And it's the trivial side of it in terms of like, we, like we want to be entertained. Obviously there's much more serious things happening right now as it pertains to the coronavirus and all of that. But just from a sheer entertainment standpoint, like we get a week into this thing, people are going to be stir crazy as hell. Yeah. And, and that's what I've been talking with people about yesterday. Like as far as the radio show goes, I, I'm actually as crazy as it sounds, um, welcoming of the challenge of planning three hours of sports radio a day for at least the next 30 days without any sports whatsoever. Like, I'm actually looking forward to that challenge. I mean, we'll and we'll do some things, too. Like, uh, Richard has some, shockingly, some pretty good ideas 
Um, I mean, yeah, his uh, his idea to make the entire month of April MJ versus LeBron, I was all behind. <laughs> right I mean, we'll have we'll have some guests to do some long form conversations about games from the past and stuff like that. We'll do those things, but we'll go off topic, and I'm looking forward to that because our challenge not is to not just talk to you about sports and give you our opinion and. Um, maybe learn a thing or two from us about the games, but it's also to entertain you. Like, if we're boring, then it doesn't matter how good our sports information is. So now we get to entertain. And that means, like you said, the the question was, well, what are we going to do? Well, well, good. So now we get to talk about what we're going to do. I mean, we'll do... uh, Netflix, and we'll do movies, and and whatever streaming, and, and we'll do... Um, like I'm going to have a barbecue guy come in. And since you've got a lot of free time on the weekends now, here's how you can do some like competition grade barbecue in your backyard. Like even if you just have a gas grill, like we'll have a guy like that come in. We'll talk hunting and fishing and we'll goof off for a while. I'll probably, um, reach out. There's a comedy club here in the state. See if I can get one of them to come in and hang out for a while. We'll do those kind of things. And it'll be a lot of fun because, I mean, this is the greatest challenge in, in my career as as the, the person that plans a daily sports radio show and handles all of the content. Um, it's a challenge that I'm looking forward to. However, I mean, we could all just resign. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could. I, I, we could you know, have a just walk out order. together. I don't know how the bills <laughs> would get paid, but uh, on the front end, it seems like a pretty cool move. No, I'm uh, just kidding for anyone in we management. We just turn it into a this. political show. <laughs> <laughs> we start talking Bernie versus Joe or something. We could create kind of like a like a, a civil divide within the company. Like we could do an afternoon politics show versus Paul's and just kind of compare ratings, see what happens. <laughs> Only one can but, survive. But it'll be fine. It, it, but I'm with you. People will go stir crazy. It's not about what we'll do today because today is still largely going to be focused around cancellations, coronavirus, what it means. And those are the kind of people like I'm currently, as as I speak, trying to arrange a couple of guests of, you know, athletic department type people here to, to have that serious discussion. The, the challenge is going to be next Friday or the Friday after that. Is is being fresh and original for those of you who like me um, live it. My life is my wife, my son, and sports. Like that's all I really do or care about. And I'm I'm with you. I will go stir crazy probably. And so that that's that'll be the challenge just in life is to to find other things to to entertain us while we were supposed to be in March Madness and. And the Masters now has gotten postponed. All this stuff that you look forward to that you plan weekends and days around just don't exist. So what are we going to do? I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I it, guess it, the short answer to that is TB, TBD. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's seriously. I mean, I, I downloaded uh, Call of Duty Warzone. And so after uh, the wife and kid go to bed, I'll start picking that up. And uh, it looks sweet. And so maybe that's where my time will be spent is playing video games. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a bad idea. I guess if there ever time for me to get a gaming console, it might be now. Oh, and you can uh, get Xboxes for cheap right now, too, because they got a new one coming out in like a year. See, that doesn't help me out much, though, because I kind of like to have the new one. Like, But 
true give and take thing here because the next four months are going to be pretty brutal without it. But uh, anyway, the next question is, here's my question. What are you going to talk about? Well, we just kind of covered that third one. So what now? This is becoming predictable. Uh, here we go. What does this mean for Mike Bianco and his contract? He will get an extension. That's my, that is a guess. That is, but that is very likely. Uh, look, there's no postseason success or lack thereof to determine what the season was like. But um, even in the early going, I think it was clear that he has at least in a way modernized or changed his approach. And he built a really good and fun baseball team. You can't not extend that guy. Yep. And they'll all be back, right? The entire team, except for Servideo, basically will be back. Uh, I mean, depending on the eligibility deal, Keenan. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I guess Keenan could be. I don't know. Again, that that's the one of the weakest things uh, I am. Uh, one of the things I'm weakest at is determining fringe prospect guys, whether they'll do whether they'll sign just because or be a senior one. I would think uh, Keenan would go. But I mean, hell, at this point, you don't know what the hell this is going to do for scholarships or anything like that. But for baseball, it doesn't really matter. Like it's an age thing more than it is like, in terms of draft than it is. Uh, a year thing like you know 21 20 like 2021 or 21 years old is really kind of the sweet spot you're 21 years old your junior season whatever is kind of the sweet spot for it so I I don't know what this means I don't know what's going to happen with that but uh, I I do as far as Mike Bianco I think you have to extend him I I think I don't think there's much other choice they were what six 15 16 and one off to the best start in school history uh, or one of the best starts in school history that team is clicking on all cylinders like you can't leave him hanging going into another year. You got to extend him on that. So as far as what that means for his contract, I think it does uh, mean he will get extended. I guess this is probably a good enough jumping off point as anywhere to talk about what transpired yesterday. So we got in about, what, 3.30? It was announced the NCAA was canceling all spring championships that in, or winter championships, I guess is technically basketball, I think. I don't know. Whatever. All college sports are basically done for the year. NCAA was canceling all sanctioned championships. NCAA tournament over college World Series canceled. Uh, seems like I, I get I get nixing the NCAA basketball tournament. Like if delaying it isn't feasible, then whatever. Like I, I understand that the the canceling of a June championship in March seems incredibly short sighted. But to me, there it's not like I, as much as we make fun of the NCAA for being dumb and stupid. There's got to be some kind of reason we don't know about here, because like no, no one them sat in the room was like, yeah, June championships toast, like just cause. Like there has to be some other reason. I know people speculated about whether maybe it's the insurance policy that they needed to they have that they needed to nix all sports. I don't know what it is. All I know is that it seems short sighted, but that usually means there's something we don't know. Um. The- Usually, yes, but I'm shocked, and maybe I shouldn't be, but when you don't speak to anybody at any of your conferences, that tells me that maybe they made this decision without really thoroughly making sure it was the right one. Because That's also if, fair. I mean, wouldn't you want to hear, not just from the SEC, I know the SEC cares about baseball and softball more than any other league, but... I mean, wouldn't you pick up the phone and call your commissioners and say, hey, here's this is what we are thinking. We have the final say, but what are your thoughts? What would you like to see? Do you have any opinion? Like, the fact that 
and there's so there's so many fewer conference commissioners than there are owners in the NBA, and yet they have found a way to speak to every single owner and get their input and make decisions almost collectively. But the NCAA can't pick up the phone and call five or six meaningful co- conference commissioners and just run something by them. That's that's mind blowing to me. It doesn't make a lot of sense that you already cancel a June event, but at least if you do that, have a, a prepared reason why, other than because now all all that you can do is speculate, and the insurance policy thing is out there to where it it, it requires total cancellation to get their entire pool of money. And so That's if the they theory, play, right, we don't know that. We know that. So it requires okay. So the insurance policy requires total cancellation of everything. Well, it by event. So I maybe yeah, I'll find the. Uh, I, I still have it saved somewhere. It just it was days. So could ago we be saying like, two oh. different versions of the same thing? Like if yes. that's going to happen, wouldn't they like? I doubt that's the like if they don't necessarily have to give a reason. I doubt they want to call the conference commissioners and be like, "Hey, we're saving our own ass here, insurance policy. We're uh, we're nixing your championships or our so, championships, whatever." As far as this report, that they only cite March Madness, and now maybe that's because they didn't anticipate uh, the College World Series being in effect yet. But this this report specifically mentions the NCAA tournament slash March Madness and the insurance policy and the rainy day fund and whatever uh, only comes into effect when it caught, when the tournament is canceled in totality. That makes sense. It's just like when you get to the, I guess I'm more focused on the June part and the college baseball part. Like what, what is the reasoning behind that? Uh, it seems like a short-sighted decision. Like why My guess would be it doesn't make them any money. So it doesn't matter. Like kick the can. That would be my guess. It's just a can down the road. Yeah, like it's a headache for us. I mean, we have to figure out then how we select teams because we don't know when the seasons are going to start or if a conference is willing or or not willing to. Because that's another thing here is because with the the way these are structured, like the Ivy League is just saying, "Hey, we're done," but the SEC is like, "Hey." we want to keep the options open. If this threat subsides, we're going to play baseball. And so now you've got these leagues that some want to play, some don't, some would play sooner than others, et cetera, et cetera. So how do you have a championship field when nothing is consistent? So maybe instead of dealing with all of that BS, they were just like, you know what, forget it. It would be a nightmare. We don't make any money off of it. Uh, Let's just scrap it because it would be a big headache. That's my guess. So what's next? Because according, obviously we had, well, not obviously, we heard it, but on Sports Talk Mississippi yesterday, we had Keith Carter, uh, Ole Miss Athletics Director, and Charlie Hussey, Deputy Commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, on the radio show. And they both left the possibility open to, hey, our stance hasn't changed. We've suspended things through March 30th. We still want to get this back on the table. We want to give these guys a chance to play some games. What does that look like, and how is that possible? Oh, that's a really good question, right? Um, I'm, well, I, I mean, think, in theory, in theory, like postseason aside, I guess if you're just talking regular season, in theory, the SEC could just come back together and be like, yeah, we'll start wherever the date is and play our our conference games. I mean, in, in yeah. its simplest form, that's what would happen, correct? 
Yep. And I mean, if I were sitting in the room, my idea would be uh, all of your teams were prepared to play until early June. And so um, wait until this subsides. And if you feel comfortable starting games again, pick up your season where you left off. And if you can play it until that date that every team was prepared to play in, then do it and just have an SEC championship because the Hoover Met isn't used by anybody else. And I mean, it's such a well-oiled machine that it doesn't matter that that happens in May or June because they'll be ready. So if you have to push the season back four weeks, even if you have to cut a couple of weeks off of the season, pick it up where you left off and have a more elaborate SEC championship. And, and there you go. It's that simple if they want to go that route. And it sounds like based on yesterday, I mean, with Greg Sankey and the things he said on Feinbaum and, and elsewhere, and I, I saw that there are a handful of uh, super important Big J journalists that didn't like the idea that Greg Sankey uh, wished he would have been consulted on. Um, yeah, I don't on need that, that decision. Why would he not want to be consulted? Because you want to feel important and tell, and you're in sports media, but you want to tell everybody that sports aren't important. Um, it just makes you feel better, I guess. But it sounds like, based on his, not rhetoric, but the way he talked about it, the way Charlie talked about it, the way Keith talked about it, they would be willing to play, even if it's just to an SEC tournament. Sure, why wouldn't they? What is the downside for them to that? Other than, I guess, a little bit of a logistic nightmare of scheduling. But Oh, but they, I mean... The towns would welcome it. The fans would welcome it. The players, you know, would welcome it. So what the hell? I mean, look, if if there was no NCAA tournament, if there were no regionals or super regionals, but you said, hey, look, Ole Miss is going to welcome LSU in four weeks, you're still putting 10,000 people in that stadium for three days. Yep. And it, I mean, I think it would be, it would, like, I think it would further incentivize the attendance because people hadn't had anything to do for so long. There would be a novelty aspect of, you know, this has never happened before. You know, like, what next? I'd like to go support this type of thing. Like, it, it would be really weird, but it would be really interesting at the same time. It would also be the most Ole Miss thing ever. I know people love We Are Ole Miss content on here. I see a lot of that in my internet mentions that if they won a national, like, if, they, if there's a makeshift national title here and then Ole Miss won it, that would be uh, that would seem to be pretty fitting. Dude, hang uh, the that, banner. If you win the SEC championship, just name yourself national champions. Who cares? Pull, pull the UCF. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it, it feels like we're a long way from that. But the fact that there's a possibility open, I think, is giving some people hope. That this is uh, that this is certainly a possibility. So apparently, it, it seems that the window is not completely shut on the college baseball season being over. Uh, just on the short term, the college hoops being over sucks. Out like as as bad as, as as people bang on college basketball. March Madness is awesome. I mean, just having the two weeks where you have four days out of the week, like each leading into each weekend, that there's basketball on all day, every day, all the time. And those games have a way of just producing drama and dramatic finishes. And, and we, you know, the more and more you get into the tournament, higher quality basketball, it, it blows. It's going to be weird not having uh, March Madness. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to have a significant impact on like the sports gambling community. The impact, like it's going to be interesting to see the ramifications of that event just by itself, not happening. Yeah. And man, it's, that's another layer. See, there are so many layers to this, it's hard to even unpack. We have 
casinos, one of which sponsors our show, that um, fought for and won the the opportunity to have sports gambling. And it, it matters to them, and it's helped them in a lot of cases. You have casino towns in the state, a handful of them, that are benefiting from sports gambling. And th- they've been expanding wings of their building. They've been investing in it. And now <laughs> it just doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I guess more exotic forms exist. I did see what's going to be interesting this weekend. And honestly, this is so funny because like, it's, it's almost like too perfect. Did you see the UFC is going on as scheduled? They're in Brazil. Um, there, Dana White went on Sports Center last night. Their event's going on as scheduled. They're in the UK the next week, and it's actually going on as scheduled. And then they're supposed to be in Columbus, Ohio, the week after that. And out this last leg, I'll actually be interested just whether this happens or not. But Dana White said, "Yeah, we're probably going to move that to a building that we own in Vegas and just have it there." So, uh, of course, in all of this, the one sport that just cannot be killed is probably going to generate positive publicity from this UFC. Because that seems to be Naturally. just what they do. Yeah. So, I mean, is that any consolation for you that there's going to be UFC on this Saturday? Um, I'll probably watch it, to tell you the <laughs> truth. And I, I don't usually, but it's it's something. And I, but what's crazy, or what will be crazy, is the viewership number for the first event that comes back. Like, the NBA does fine. It's got a good following. Uh, there are people around here that tell me that nobody cares, and I think that's complete bullshit. But that first NBA game back, if they're first, the ratings number will be massive. If it's golf, same thing. So in the meantime, UCF is going to benefit so much because they're the only thing that you can consume that is a sport. I mean, really, is that in, like, I mean, that's not really big over here, but European soccer, right? Oh, they shut it down, man. Oh, you, I think you left yesterday. So right at, like, 10 minutes after um, you saw that the Premier League was going to continue as scheduled, um, like, seriously, like 20 minutes later, Arsenal's head coach tested positive for coronavirus. So they're shutting the league down. Wow. So no soccer. So no European soccer. I, Rippy, I, I'm serious. It was like 22 minutes between the announcements. Okay. That's interesting. So literally nothing. It's UFC. You know, there's probably basket, smaller basketball leagues around the world still going, like Brazil and things like that, places that don't seem to be affected. But any major sporting league at this point, pretty much all major sporting events aside from the UFC are done. That's uh, what a time. Wow. That's, uh, that's both – I mean, it's not really – it's still hard to digest at this point. I guess surprising is the wrong word, but it's just, it's crazy. Uh, let's see. The Mississippi Department of Health recommended to avoid gatherings of 250, pe- 250 people or more. And then in the same breath, they said, don't recommend schools closed. Did they, do they think schools are still one-room buildings that were in the 1800s? I'm the, not an expert on this at all, so what I'm going to say is probably just ignorant and stupid. But I do understand from what I've read that children are not contracting the coronavirus. Like even in China and Italy where it hit just horribly, most, like, all, basically, no, basically most all children are not getting this. Dude, is that your understanding of this? I guess, man. It's just. I mean, also, I, I, I mean, I'm not naive enough. Like, schools are also not run by children. Like, there will be adults there. I just wonder if that plays into it all. I don't know, but it's also a, uh, it's also a bigger issue than that because some, a lot of kids rely on schools for meals, 
and and parents rely on it for childcare during the day. Like uh, there's there's more than it goes into it than that. And I'm not saying it's the right or wrong decision. I'm openly putting my hand up and saying I don't have a clue. I don't have a kid. I don't know anything about this stuff. I'm just saying like I would I would understand why they haven't come to a decision whether or not to cancel that yet because there's a lot of stuff to weigh. Yeah. Um God, man. And, and then what are parents going to do? Because not every office is shutting down. So if you're a, if you're a couple with two kids and schools are closed, but you both still have jobs that you have to work to pay the bills, what the hell do you do with your kids? Because you can't go drop them off at daycare if they're canceling schools. They're definitely closing daycares too. So what do you do? It's a good question. I, I don't have the answer to it. Like I don't know. I don't know what you do. You know, it's 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 crazy. So I, I guess there's just a lot that goes into that as far as that question. I, I really I, I don't know, and I'd, I'd be just completely talking out of my ass, which people don't seem to be shy from doing if I were to do that, but I'm uh, probably just going to stay away from that. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, where I don't even know what the hell this means. Where do the astrophysical neutrinos come from? I don't know what that is. Uh with the decision to move all classes to an online format, a foregone conclusion, will the university servers be able to handle the extra load? I feel kind of like kind of like widespread crashes are a real possibility. I haven't thought about this. That might that's honestly uh, I, again not an internet nerd, but that 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 seems like a reasonable thing to point out, right? Because I mean, I went, I don't know about you, when you went through college, but when you tried to sign up for a damn parking sticker, they had too many people on the server and that crashed or student mm-hmm. housing. When you were a freshman, now you're going to, now this is all going to be able to do done online. I don't know. Increased traffic could crash it. Maybe they have a contingency plan. They have, they extended spring break a week. I imagine to figure things out like this and uh, also give teachers time to prepare, but seems like a fair point. But uh, again, not a cyber guy. Don't know. Don't know the answer. But I do agree that your point seems pretty valid, at least on the surface. Well, I have a feeling it'll be mostly centered around like professors will upload documents or notes or lectures or something like that, and you have to work with them somehow. So not every class will suddenly like they'll snap their fingers, and you'll log into an online server to get taught. Like maybe the professor will record it, their lecture and post it in a YouTube video, things like that to avoid online overload. That would be my guess is they do it that way. And it'll be in a way in which if you're a student and you don't get an A in the class, you're a complete dumbass because uh, they're going to hand you free grades this semester as long as you just do what they tell you to do. Well, I mean, I could have benefited from that. My God. Um but seriously, think about it. They can't, like, there's no oversight. If you're taking tests online, like, you have your computer up and then have a buddy next to you with their computer up and you Google the answers if you need to. You know what I mean? They're, they're not going to send you to a proctor because school if schools are shutting down, there will be no proctor services. So everything will have to be done online. It, at least this is just my assumption. Uh, I, I haven't been in college for, holy shit, I haven't been in college for six years. Um this is how it would have to work. And so if you're a student right now and you don't get straight A's this semester, God bless you. I was a freshman six years ago. That's tough enough to swallow. But, yeah, you not being in college for six years, that's also a tough pill to uh, swallow. I guess when you get to the 10-year mark, you're just like, ah, screw it, I'm old now. So you got four more years left. Uh, Would would four years make you – no, three years would make you 30, right? 
two years. Ooh. I'm 28. Man, retirement's around the corner. I know. Right? Um, let's see. What? Uh, can you help me think of hobbies? I've been staring at Twitter for hours. Please help. <laughs> Call Maybe of Duty, read, man. If there's if there's anything, you made a good point yesterday. Maybe read books because as society, we need to become a lot smarter. And I'm not preaching here. I am terrible about reading books. I'm probably if there's ever an excuse for me to be better at something like that, it is now. But uh, I listened to Ryan Russillo's podcast last night as I was driving home from work, and uh, he's usually pretty down the middle on things. And he brought up something we had actually talked about on Thursday's show about how the American media has really just failed us with this because we don't actually have any information. And he, he just kind of put it into pretty good context. He was basically telling a story about how he watched uh, – he watched <laughs> – he goes, I, turn on, I just happened to turn on Fox News, and Hannity's on there reading a tweet about this deep state conspiracy and how the coronavirus isn't real, and then just pauses and goes, might be true. Then he goes, then I turn on Don Lemon on CNN – and you would have thought uh, Donald Trump invented the virus himself. Like it's just, it, it like he was basically just saying like the wherever you consume your news is so different than somewhere else. And like the the opinion people in both sports media and general media now are valued so much more than straight down the middle guy who gives you facts and what you need to know. Is now you're looking at the news and saying I don't trust any of you assholes rather than be like hey please give me information I really need it. And that's a huge problem. So. Uh, that's my kind of segue just to say read books, but uh, that just, I kind of wanted at the same time to revisit what we were talking about yesterday because I do think it is, uh, it is very, very true. Yeah, and uh, I mean that's another idea for the show as well. I mean I know Mississippi is home to I mean famous authors, you know, people that have written books that have been consumed by the millions uh, about old Miss's NCAA scandals. So, you know, maybe that's a route that we take. Book club. We can have Sports Talk Mississippi Book Club. Start our own Mississippi bestsellers list. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess please read books. I don't really know what to, else know. to say about that. Like, I, that, I mean, play golf, uh, go outside and run. I'm going to go run after we finish recording this podcast. Like, and I just, same here. I've been gaining weight lately. I got to knock that shit off. My wife's not looking at me the same way she used to. Yeah, I mean, run, like exercise, do something. I don't know. I mean, this could be healthy for you. You could, you know, take these four months to become a uh, more well-rounded human being. It's going to suck, but uh, I guess there's at least opportunity there. But, yeah, that's about all I got as far as hobbies. I mean, is there a hunting season right now? I know Richard made some joke about, like, slaying turkeys or something yesterday on the show. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you go? There can't be a squirrel season. You got to be able to kill those bastards whenever you want to. Uh, there's too many of them. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe go hunting. But aside from that, uh, yeah, I don't have much for you. I'm, I'm pretty much just as much as a loss to do with my time as you people are, which is crazy to me that there's people who out there in the world who don't consume sports at all, that this is not really affecting their lives that much. I mean, I, I, in terms of entertainment, obviously this is affecting everyone's lives as far as the virus, but like, like, some people, this is not changing how they go about their day. What do you figure those people do? Like, like, like tips welcome. Man, I don't know. Um, but, I mean, this is like shutting down concerts and stuff. Like, Pearl Jam and OAR had to cancel their concerts. Like that, all that stuff is happening, too, though. Yeah, hope uh, Nickelback is okay. 
I, I you were excited about their upcoming tour. I wonder where it is. Probably, I would bet Canada. That seems like a place where they were tour in peace. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I Nickelback I tour. I just punched that into Google. God bless me. Oh man, no, they're doing a North American tour. It's uh, called that inclu- that, All I'm, the Right Reasons. Ooh. Starts this summer. Oh man, it starts in June, so maybe you'll be able to go. North American tour usually means Canada's included, right? Like it's not just completely domestic. I bet there's a it, you lot of Montreal, so many options Quebec for you. There. I mean, there's Raleigh, there's Virginia Beach, Charlotte, uh, Cincinnati. You can go visit some old friends in Cincinnati. Let's see if they're they are going to Canada, Toronto, and Hartford. Uh, let's see if they're getting anywhere close to here. Um, Rogers, Arkansas, at the Walmart AMP. There you go. That is something I would like to do with my time. Can you imagine the people watching Bonanza, a Nickelback concert would be? Like, can you even, like, can you even, like, try to picture in your head the demographic that goes to those things? I'm not even really necessarily poking fun. They're playing like at Bridgestone Arena. You're three hours away. I mean, they're there playing you in go. Nashville? They're playing in Nashville at Bridgestone. So uh, what would we'll that you be like? Nickelback and. Like, do you think they would send me to, uh, to, Send me to a uh, Nickelback concert so I could write like a satirical piece about it because like I would be just fascinated to soak that in and just see what's going on. That uh, would be the most compelling content you've done maybe ever. I mean, what would I wear? What do you wear to such a thing? Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, might, I might have to look into that. I, <laughs> I'm about to Google that too. What yeah, do you I, wear to a Nickelback concert? So uh, hopefully that helps you with hobbies. I wouldn't recommend doing the last thing we just said, but whatever. Uh, besides Mississippi State, whose football team finishes fourth in the West and their fans think they are a modern-day dynasty? Which other college baseball program is overly obsessed with publicly bragging about trips to Omaha? I don't really know what you're trying to get out here. I don't understand that question. Who's well, let me see. I think it's a shot. Oh, I misread the commas. Mississippi, besides Mississippi State, who's but I think he's just taking a jab at State. I don't know. I'm. We have a month of this. I'm sure there will be plenty of uh, fan wars going on in in sports media people's Twitter mentions for a month. Let's just hold off on that for now. Favorite Netflix show you would suggest for a quarantine binge? I started Homeland over the weekend. I like that. House of Cards. Billions is HBO Go. It is not uh, Netflix. House of Cards ends terribly, though. Oh yeah, I got. I really enjoyed all the seasons up until the last one. I was not able to finish the last one. Just I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. It just stunk. Like I didn't enjoy it. It it, it just it, it it was not the same. Like I understand. I'm not advocating for Kevin Spacey here. Obviously, it just was not the same without Kevin Spacey. And so I uh, I did not. Uh, I wasn't able to finish it. I just had to put it up. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. It got real dark. It's just not same, not as good. Homeland's a good one. Ah, uh, man, I've got. I just don't want to miss this. So, someone called into the uh, to a sports radio show in Los Angeles today. Uh, just a caller to complain about how the NBA season being suspended is unfair because it gives Giannis time to heal his knee just as LeBron is gaining traction in the MVP voting. Oh, that's a great take. (laughs) Imagine that being your thought. I really hope that's not satirical, though. No, it's not. That's how Lakers fans are, man. Good, because I want that to be serious. Like, please, please, God, make that just be completely, as completely serious take. That is, uh, that is fantastic 
content. Um, good lord. So you got, I don't know. Do you watch anything on Netflix? Narcos. I got tired of the subtitles, but I'm gonna kick that back up. I've heard Curb Your Enthusiasm is really good. Uh, isn't The Office off Netflix now? That's always a nope, classic. It's still there. Still there. Okay, that's good. That's uh, good on Netflix for doing everyone a public service and keeping that up. Not that they probably foresaw this coming, but yeah, that's about all I got for Netflix shows wise. Uh, I'm a big Parks and Rec guy. Uh, I've, I've watched that through. I like, like Parks four and Rec. That's times. a good show. Yeah, I like it. Um, Criminal Minds has like 15 seasons or something like that, and they're 40 minute long episodes. So, I mean, if if you want something to pass the time, it, it's every episode's kind of the same, but it's a good show. It's just one where you can sit and turn your mind off, and it will take you forever to get through it. And they're all entertaining enough to where like you don't get bored. So that's one. Um, don't f with cats, even though it's only like three episodes. Um, is a very, very good documentary about tracking a serial killer based on an online video that you don't see of him killing a cat. They track down this person based on, you never see their face, at least in the first video, I don't think. Uh, but they track this person down in their location based on like the furniture in the room and stuff. And like it takes them just internet vigilantes find this guy who's a serial killer and get him arrested because of just one online video of him killing a cat. Crazy. So that's worth watching. Okay. Um, that's a, uh, whoa, that's a lot going on on there. Uh, my yeah. girlfriend made me start some show. Crap. I, okay. I just ruined it. This is terrible podcasting. I don't know the name fine, of it. Man, we've got semi the sports are over. What's, so people what, are just looking for entertainment. What's the old guy in American pies name? The dad. Uh, like the actor, do you know who I'm talking about? He's in that. Yeah, in, but I don't remember his name. I'm about to tell you. He's in Cheaper by the Dozen. Like, I'm just trying to think. I'm terrible with that. Uh, it's a show about that I think he and his son created that is about them buying a town. Eugene Levy. Uh, how do you spell that? E-U-G-E-N-E-L-E-V-Y. Eugene Levy. Let's see. And in the first American Pie, he was only known as Jim's dad. You never get his name. That's so funny. Okay. All right. So, oh, Shit's Creek is what this show is called. So their family, they're billionaires, and they, I guess, facetiously, like, as a joke, bought this raggedy-ass town back in the day, like, bought the entire town. And then they had all kinds of, like, financial and legal troubles or something. So the only thing they own is this town said to move it and fix it up. It's pretty funny. I would recommend Shit's Creek as another one. But, What's uh, it on? I think it's a Netflix show. Yeah, he, Levy and his son created it. His son is his son in the show as well. Uh, but they created it. I believe it is on Netflix. But don't hold me to that. You still have Google until Corona takes that as well. So I would recommend that. Uh, here we go. Do either one of you know how to bait a hook? Uh, I know how to fish. Yeah, man. I used to bring a, a fishing pole on the golf course. So, Yeah, so take that. Uh, <laughs> I think he was trying to make fun of us. <laughs> I think so, but yeah, no, man. I, I used to, especially when I was in high school, there was nothing to do. I'd just go, and it would always be golf course ponds. There was one course that it was just a, a shitty old goat track that ended up closing down. And 
they had pond bass, man, like none other. And it, like, they stopped doing maintenance on the course, so the, the ponds would lose water. And I guess, I don't know how it works. I guess because they stopped doing irrigation on the course or whatever, the ponds all were losing water. And so the fish would be concentrated in one spot, and you could, like, walk in and touch them if you wanted to. They, somebody from, like, the wildlife fisheries and parks ended up, like, relocating these fish. But it got to a point where the ponds were so low in water, you could walk up and touch these bass. It was crazy. I like fishing. I was never that big of a hunter, but I do enjoy fishing. Uh, what was the next question? We had a decent one. Oh, this is from a buddy of mine who actually has his bachelor party next weekend and texted me during the radio show ne- uh, yesterday. It said, uh, here's an open invite to my bachelor party. Can't imagine you have much going on now. Like, Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, what kind of financial blow is the NCAA and the SEC and other conferences going to take from this presumptively? Well, I imagine it's going to be significant, but as far as quantifying in a number right now, I don't think you can. I, I mean, okay. I, I mean, if you really sat down and got into the nitty gritty and it, you, like someone could do it, but just surface level estimation, I don't, I don't think you can. I mean, could you? Well, take the NCAA is not going to take a hit because they had an insurance policy. Uh, the yeah, SEC, I mean. The, the payout is going to be smaller, but it, it'll be nice because this will be the year that they um, sign their new television rights deal. And it doesn't sound like they're buying CBS out, uh, so you'll still have to deal with Gary Danielson for another couple of years, but at least that's coming. So even if the SEC takes a financial hit, their new TV deal is likely going to be signed before the football season starts. And so that increase in your payout will offset the losses that they may acquire over the next few months. That's interesting. Huh. So it will be a hit, but like it's interesting for a school like Ole Miss, it's already been kind of the behind the eight ball because the NCAA stuff through the years, like over the last half decade, uh, this is probably impacting them even like this is more important to them than I imagine even other ones. Would you not think? Yeah, no, that's right. So, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, but hard to uh, – certainly hard to quantify, but, you know, whatever. No, they have no idea. I mean, uh, I think the SEC wants to play baseball this year. And we'll see when, if they can. Uh, most people are going to follow the NBA's lead on this, I think. If they start playing games, just like they were the ones that um, – kind of started it because of Rudy Gobert that started really the suspensions and cancellations. I think they will be the same people that get the ball rolling into getting sports back. Yeah, I agree. Cause I like, got, again, as we were talking about earlier, like that, that it, I mean, like it, it, they, it, I think it's telling that immediately when this happened and people are still trying to grasp the full scale of what this is and what's going to happen, that they were still like, hey, wait a minute, this is short-sighted. Let's leave everything on the table. If you're already holding out hope for that, and like, because I feel like most basketball coaches were like, yeah, I get this. This is certainly the right decision. Like, you know, whatever. Um, but like baseball-wise, I definitely think they want to do anything they can to make that happen. Uh, let's see. What? <laughs> What esports league will y'all be following in the meantime? That honestly might be get something good for radio or podcasting show. I don't know how esports work at all or the business of esports, but I know there are people out there that do. That would uh, that would kind of be interesting to maybe have someone on to explain that. I mean, how it's not like uh, we're at a shortage of time at this rate. Yeah, Call of Duty Warzone will be my thing. Um, 
I, I don't know what else mostly. I mean, I, I know they have the Overwatch League that that also is getting postponed because of coronavirus, even though um, that doesn't make sense because you could just get them to play online against each other anyway. Um, yeah, Wait a this minute. new sports are getting cor- uh, postponed. You can literally well, play video games from quarantine. <laughs> exactly. But they, they do the Overwatch League. They, they put it on ESPN and like play it in arenas and stuff. And so that part of it. The uh, the live events have been canceled, so I I don't know what if they can like play each other online. It's what they should do. That's how most of them conduct their business anymore, anyway. But yeah, man, uh, even esports are getting affected by this. Uh, here's another. Uh, this is probably the last big question we'll have to tackle. We got a couple more. Uh, although this segment just popped into my head as I was looking at an internet ad. Uh, I might start doing a Wednesday show that's kind of like Mailbag Friday, but just give me a topic to complain about, and I'm going to see how many complaints I can file. Because um, I feel like I could be pretty good at that. Uh, feeling really cynical without sports. Anyway, we'll workshop that for next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. <laughs> which, which, do, you think, uh, do you think the spring sport players get another year of eligibility from the NCAA? I, I mean, it, I've never known the NCAA to do the right thing, so do I think – I don't know. I think they should, but I don't know the logistics of that. I mean, most of the recruiting in most sports is done. Like, even for hoops, I know there's work left to be done, but, like, most of it's done. Like, the scholarship numbers are just going to be a mess. I don't know how you quant- – like, I don't know how you, you allow that. I hope they do, and I hope there's a route, and I think there is. I just don't know how. Do you have a better way to map this out? No. Um, no, I, I don't, because what do you do with the incoming freshmen? Yeah. Hey, what do you do with them? You, you I mean, signed you just, a full but, class but, with anticipation of a bunch of guys leaving. And now if they all have to stay, what do you do? I mean, do you expand the scholarship limitation for a year? Uh, it, none of it adds up at all. And It would have to be roster expansion, though, right? That would be the answer, yeah, is to allow them to have for one year. But still, it, it's a ripple effect, though, because you can't just do it for one year. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. guess you could. I mean, you could. I mean, you could. I mean, I'm, this is really putting my brain in a pretzel, but you could, right? Because, well, okay, so are you giving seniors another year of eligibility or are you giving everyone? See what I'm saying? You have like, to give everyone. No, see, in basketball, you don't. You you don't. You finish your season. Uh, that My guess is basketball does not get another year of eligibility or anything. Even dudes that were going to go play the tournament, like, and just it's over for them. I, I, that would be my guess, yeah, because you played your regular season. I mean, what can they do? That it sucks, but I bet that's the conclusion that they come to is because if you're giving an extra year of eligibility to only 68 teams, well, then that's not fair to the other 100 or 320 or whatever it is. Right. I mean, I think you're right. It's just unfortunate that you are. It it's sucks, just... man. It, it, and I don't yeah, trust the people I, in charge to make the right decision here. I, I don't at all. I mean, you talk about an awkward scenario. I'm sitting there and I turned on SportsCenter last night. And I'm not blaming SportsCenter for this because, man, you talk about struggling for viewing. I, I get it. I feel. But they had Hartford University's head coach and I guess their star player on live SportsCenter yesterday. Hartford apparently made their way through whatever – tournament i forget what it is but the one vermont is in like vermont was projected as an at-large team and i think it would have been this conference's first ever at-large bid 
But Hartford pulled a stunner in the semifinals and upset someone, and they were going to play Vermont with a chance at an auto bid for the program's first ever tournament berth. And he's got the cut, like the the host of Sports Center has the Vermont coach and the player on the show, and he's basically just asking different variations of, "Hey, man, tell me how bad this sucks." And it's just like, I mean, the the two dudes handled themselves pretty well, and I'm not blaming Sports Center again for doing what they did. It's just like, what are they gonna say? Of course it sucks. Of course it's terrible. Like. Like, they're not going to be able to offer anything that any other player in college basketball is going to be offered. I mean, it's awful. It's it's brutal. And, like, to see it in the way it is for these kids is terrible. But, I mean, I, kind of putting a cap on that thought, I think, like you said, it's just going to be very difficult to manage that from a basketball standpoint. But on the flip side, the ones that have more of a case is baseball, but you have this ridiculously arbitrary scholarship cap where you're always, you're siphoning off half scholarships unless you're Vanderbilt, LSU, Georgia. You, you get the picture. Like, does isn't it more complicated in baseball because of the few scholarships? Like, I, I just yeah. I, I don't know what you're gonna. Do. I get expanding rosters, but like, I don't, I don't like I, I'm I don't know how you make the math work there. I hope they figure it out. If there's ever a time to just say to hell with it and give them more scholarships, maybe if if there's as bad as this has been for college baseball to where you're just having your season canceled before the meat of the 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 you know the best part of the season gets going, if this turns out and awards them more scholarships, I mean that's that's got to be a silver lining, I would think. I'm not saying it's going to. I don't know, but in order for to make this work logistically, that seems like the only solution. It is the only solution. But will it happen? You know, remains to be seen. I suppose. Let's see. We got a few more of these, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, how many football players do you think will transfer after spring practice? Topical question, man. I don't. I, I spring don't, practice may not happen. Yeah, like uh, so. Ole Miss originally, I guess this was a note that came yesterday. It's 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 it hard for me to decipher what we're talking about, like how to get all these news nuggets in here. But Ole Miss, if you haven't seen. Originally said they were delaying spring practice until the week of March 30th, and then shortly either corrected it or changed their stance and said, actually, we don't know when this is going to happen. So is there going to be a spring practice? I would think at some point, but I mean, if you don't have classes, you don't have kids on camp. I, I don't know. So uh, maybe table that question for when we actually have spring practice. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. This is um, the- Probably not that many. Uh, honestly, though, um, the, the thing is they, they have spots to fill. So the, the better question, I think, would be how many transfers do they take in uh, more so than how many guys leave. You can go ahead and anticipate a quarterback leaving. Uh, there's just no way that room stays intact. There, there's no way. Um, but they need to fill spots. They, they don't need to um, cut people. So that would be... I think that's the better question, right? Is who, what positions do they look for in the transfer market? But that gets screwed now, right? Because, uh, if, like we said on the radio show, if you can't have a spring practice, then you don't know if you're Lane Kiffin and the new staff, which is all new, basically, uh, what you have and what you don't, what you need and what you don't. So how do you go get a graduate transfer to fill a position that you don't need. And yes, I know they watch film and they have an idea, but still it's like, you can't go out there and practice with these guys and get a feel for if this player works for me, or if I need somebody to fill this spot, if you don't have practice. Yeah. And like in a normal world, which I would kill to live for it, live in at this point, 
Like, wouldn't you think in a normal world you would have had a quarterback leave after spring, one of the three? It's going that, – that will happen, I, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, it seems just only realistically, realistically feasible that would be the case because what those three kids want to play, but how does this change that? Like, the whole timeline of this has screwed up everything, so uh, that's going to be interesting to monitor as well. But as far as actually being able to gauge who is going to transfer and who's not, uh, that is a, as a probably a topic – for another day we've got a couple more before we get out of here if the ncaa college world series is canceled is that different than if the sec said april 1st we did cover this not dismissing the question but we covered that a little bit ago uh so uh yes that is certainly different and hopefully that is something that happens for all of our sake so we shall see let's see could you see if you could take three sports from ESPN, the Ocho lineup, and add them to the Olympics? Which sports would they be, and which countries would they would they would dominate them? <laughs> um, uh, I guess I mean you couldn't have you you one of the answers. You can't has do to the Ocho without here. dodgeball. Yeah, but uh, the the one where the dudes are just whipping the hell out of each other with the uh, the the on the promo that they're showing for the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. And then I, I like the lawnmower racing. So there's three for you right there. Have you seen the uh, the Russian uh, slap boxing? I don't know what it's called, but it's like uh, that where you just where, hit each other in the face. Yeah, you get one one slap, and then your opponent gets a slap, and then you get a slap, and your opponent gets a slap, and then whoever Stop. whoever survives wins. That sounds like riveting stuff. Uh, so yeah, maybe I'd add that <laughs> on there, um, but. <laughs> ESPN 8, the Ocho. Man, Horse I'm racing is still going on. They've got that track outside of New Orleans. That it, Apparently, it's really nice. I've never been. Um, but they're still going on. Really? Horse racing is still happening? Uh, apparently, at least at a local level nearby, if you want to get in the car and spend a weekend down there. That is interesting. Okay. So, you still got some stuff going on, even though it's uh, not ideally what you would prefer uh, as far as sports content. But... Let's see. Last, I think that was all the mailbag questions we had. So um, I think that's all we got for today. I don't know what this show is going to entail going forward, but I promise we will try to be there every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to entertain you guys. We really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, this is going to be a difficult, difficult deal, but uh, we are definitely going to get through it, and we will do our best to entertain you. I remind you one more time, go by LB's University Avenue across from Kroger, Go see Greg. He could really use you right now if you're in the Oxford area and want to go get meat, you want to grill something, go see Greg. He's the best guy to do it. They've got all kinds of special steaks, custom cuts, sausages. He's got plate lunches. Uh, Greg feeds the baseball team. He can feed you now until baseball season returns. But he could really use it right now, as a lot of, as, as is the case for a lot of local business. Thinking about Greg, he's awesome. Really appreciate him sponsoring the show. Uh, really appreciate you guys listening. If you have ideas, uh, feedback, whatever, over the next couple months, weeks, whatever, however long this lasts, we will obviously uh, very much take that as we try to uh, think of some content and some show ideas. But for now, for Michael Borky, I am Brian Scott Ribby. We'll be back at it on Monday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.